What's up, internet? It's your boy Stefan Van Quick with another one of these artist talks. In these conversations, we aim to go deep into the business side of these artists' practice, distilling the, the strategies and tricks that they use to get where they are today, and how you can apply these tips into growing your own art practice. Today we're going to be talking with John Bishop. He's an amazing photographer and fine artist from Houston. And we're going to be talking about branding for artists and how to use that to differentiate yourself and make your art practice stand out from the rest. Welcome to Artist Thought Being Poor, a club for visual creators across the globe, working together to grow our creative career by educating, empowering, and driving you to reach all your wildest career goals. Connect, share your work, tips, and inspiration, and let's grow together to become the best artist we can be. The myth of the starving artist is bullshit, so let's work together to become thriving artists. Guiding you on this path, your host, me, Guys, thanks for joining again. We're doing these artist interviews. So uh, normally I will get these guys all together in a gallery and just come, you need to meet this artist. You need to meet him, her, you know, they. But that's not happening anytime soon. So today I have John Bishop with me, uh, who uh, I met through the internet, the powerful internet. And he attracted my attention by the easiest way possible. Flattery. <laughs> he told me that I was cool and that he liked what I was doing and that he wanted to have me on his vlog. So like the, the quickest way to, to my heart is through food or flattery. So you choose. <laughs> Welcome, John. It's nice to see you again. How have you been? Thank you. Thank you so much. And you're, you're, you're very sincere. Delighted to be here. Listen, uh, I, I have followed you since that time, and, and I just I find what you're doing amazing, and the the way that you are so open with the people that you deal with, and and, and you give so freely, and I, and I wanted to thank you for that. Here we go with the flattery again. See? <laughs> you really want to take my heart away, but yeah, I I was just talking about this earlier today. Uh, I think that the art world is so, 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 so filled with bullshit. Like, so much. Like, up to the brim. There's no place for more bullshit. So, yeah. I, and, and I don't have fancy parents. Uh, I don't have fancy collection uh, artists in the family. I, I don't have museum directs. I don't have connections with anybody. So, when I, st when I started my art career, eight, shit, not, like, 10, 13, 12 years ago, uh, I didn't know what I was doing. Nobody grabbed me by the, the arm and said like, hey, this is how you artist. You know, I, I just kind of had to figure it all by myself. And, and it, it, it kind of sounds a little bit, you know, uh, utopic, but I didn't want any other artist to have to go through what I, I've been through. And it, that sounds like bullshit on itself. But it really is how I feel. And I think that just, you know, you figure out something some way and, you know, you share that knowledge and somebody says like, oh, yeah, I love that idea. I remixed your idea into this or that, you know, grab, inspire, copy, you know, it's 
It's it's just like the way we need to do it. Um, and the idea that there's some sort of competition between artists to me is so so false. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I will never do the work you do, and you'll never do the work I do. We we appeal to different buyers. Yeah. <laughs> look 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 at our backgrounds. Yeah, I mean, come on, it, we're not in competition. Uh, so why not share the good news and, and the and the strategy? Uh, to me, that's what I've, I've been doing. Uh, yeah, well, uh, I'm familiar with your work, but uh, the internet might not be as familiar as I am. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do? Uh, well, uh, I, I paint. I work mostly with uh, abstract. Uh, I also do some illustration. Uh, I was a, uh, 30 years as a children's librarian all over the world. And so I do, I also write children's books and mm -hmm. do uh, illustrations and zines uh, as well. So uh, I've got that kind of publishing bit behind me. Uh, but I, I painted in college and then I stopped because the world told me that grown-ups don't do that. <laughs> uh, for... So now I've moved back home about five, six years ago to help out with my parents. And um, we started up, my, my husband and I started a... Uh, a video production and photography company and now we're breaking into he's doing his fine art and i'm doing my fine art returning to painting yeah uh, so uh we've we've had a, a couple of starts because it takes a while to build that business of, of, of the video and the photography and that is now kind of taking off on its own and allows us to now relax and do some of our our fine art yeah and what parallels and difference would you say that you notice from commission video photography work and your own artwork illustrations? I know that Bogdan is a photographer, so so what kind of parallels you know you notice when you're doing art or I should just say that I'm a photographer too, mm. it's just that. Uh, so I kind of get lost in that. Uh, but the, uh, the one thing I notice in, in the commercial work is that it's just not as much fun. I mean, you, you have to, you have to, I mean, it's like doing commissions all the, or, or uh, uh, commissions, uh, art commissions. They're the, they're the customer. They get to decide. And sometimes they're really, really dumb. <laughs> sometimes create video content that is absolutely disgusting. And uh, you just do it because that's what they're paying you for. Yeah. And that soul-sucking in many ways uh, and so the uh, the beauty of the fine art is you get to create what you want because you want to and uh, and it, it it touches a different part of you I think not to say that the other work isn't rewarding it's just not as fulfilling <laughs> as the, the fine art stuff yeah yeah it's like uh, personally uh, I, I, I like doing commission works just because I have like a, a very uh, strong relationship with money you know i love it <laughs> so uh so it's it's nice to know that you're getting paid for an artwork of some sorts uh but it's also like like a, a it could be like a vicious cycle ish kind of thing you know where you're only doing commission work after commission work after commission work after commission work and i've been in, it's like i'm gonna be 
fucking honest here. I, I've been in that for the last two years. It's always like, oh, I'm doing this artwork for this exhibition and this uh, project for that and this for this and this for the client and whatnot. And I've really been missing the, the situation of sitting down and doing my own art, you know? Uh, and it's just a question that, um, how you can find the balance on that because, you know, the commission works are a secure source of income. While the uh, artwork, artwork, you know, you need to make it, frame it, promote it, distribute it, then sell it. You know, so it's like, um, it's, 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 as I say, like to maybe starting artists, you know, like there's no shame on getting a full-time, a part-time or a full-time job to finance your career. I've done it. I worked in a call center. It was soul sucking. <laughs> it was horrible. It was nasty, but... It gave me the freedom to to, to really, really uh, do the art without having to focus on the financial side of it at the beginning of it. Now, the financial side is very important because it's what pays the bills. But at the beginning, you know, it, it was uh, very valuable for my experimentation phase, you know, to try out new styles and new techniques that I could test in the market wise and then you know um see what works what what the public likes what i like doing too you know and 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 building an art career around that um i think one of the pitfalls we run into is because we do commercial photography and video we are it's it's hard for us to create material for ourselves mm -hmm. about our uh, because you know, we want to give it more attention than we have <laughs> yeah. and uh, it, make it slicker than we can afford the time to make it. Uh, so we're in a constant battle. We're, we're doing all the online stuff because of COVID. Yeah. Uh, got our website uh, uh, stores and, and we do sell on Saatchi and uh, Etsy and things like that. Uh, so we're doing as much as we can with that. Um, we are building some, uh, we also have studios here at, it's called Sawyer Yards here in Houston. It's a, a series of six buildings with about 400 artists. And I gotta come visit. Yeah, it's great, it's great. Uh, the, uh, in our particular building, there's about 60 artists. And so we have opportunities for exhibitions and, and events and things like that. Of course, COVID came, everything yeah. shut down, but uh, you know, I've, I've just gotten my own studio from, well, Don has his and I have mine now. And uh, mine actually opens up to the street. So we're going to be able to have things in the evening and, and, and mm. really start doing that kind of outreach, uh, which we haven't been able to do because of the pandemic. Yeah, and, and I think, you know, that I don't know what the restrictions in the U.S. are. But here, for example, um, private events are limited to 25 people. You know, and I, I imagine that given the situation in the U.S., it must be like even more stricter than that. But, yeah. you know, having that smaller amount of people come in allows for a more personal situation where you can really talk. You know, has it ever happened that you have like a, a exhibition opening and there's like 50, 60, 200 people and you cannot really talk with anybody, you know, but, yeah. you know the day after three people come in and you have actually like a great conversation and you great make a great emotional connection regarding your work that would have been like totally impossible under other circumstances so uh i i think yeah the pandemic 
sucks, <laughs> sucks a lot, but there's nothing we can do as individuals against it. You know, I was like, I, I'm not going to go and start researching Corona vaccines because, you know, <laughs> I'm not, I, I'm not, a, I don't know. I, I don't even know who researches vaccines, you know, so it's like a biologist, a virologist, whatever. So, um, the only thing I can do is like social distance, wear a mask and, you know, focus on my own shit and I'll go crazy. You know, so that's what I've been trying to do, you know, and, and, and the excitement of, of the new kind of technologies that are coming out and, and how responsive people are being. Mm -hmm. I know uh, uh, here in Houston, who just did their, their kind of online exhibition and uh, they sold better than they had sold the previous years. Yeah. It's like, you know, I, I had works. Yeah, yeah and, and I think, you know, like, thank God this happened in 2020 and not, you know, 2001 or something because, you know, the yeah. internet was not ready for that kind of stuff. But, and I think, you know, that, that uh, maybe last year at this time, uh, the same structures were in place. But if you told somebody, hey, come to my virtual vernissage, it was like, what the fuck? It's like, just like invite me to a gallery or something. Like, what the fuck is a virtual version? But like since everything went virtual, I think that they're more open to 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 receive these things, to to uh, online concerts, online theater, virtual visiting rooms, all of that. Uh, people are just more open to those those platforms and those formats just because it's affecting all of us. You know, people are accustomed of having their job meetings in Zoom, so we have our, our little artists get together via Zoom too. So, and it's amazing people who are remote. I mean, Eloise lives on a, in a beautiful tropical island, yeah. uh, and, and she can be in Berlin. Yeah, you know, it's it's it's, it's amazing how the doors are open now. That has its own difficulties as far as creating sales channels and things yeah. like that. But uh, man. Technology is, is a, has really opened some doors. Yeah, and let's do with them. Yeah, yeah, I th and I think you know the art world has been like surprisingly stubborn to to accept these things. Uh, the the selling art online, it's like it's I, I cannot believe it. It's just begun to be a thing, you know, like this year with with the Corona. Uh, what, tell me a little bit about but how you're dealing with distribution and and sales of your work online. Well, right now we, we have gotten it all set up. We do not sell much online. Mm -hmm. We still sell from people who come into the gallery uh, uh, or, or from shows uh, when we're up on an exhibition. Yeah. I pretty much every time there's an exhibition, I'll sell a couple of things off the wall. Uh, now, Bogdan has had better luck uh, with his exhibitions. Uh, but again, everything shut down. Yeah. Uh, we were supposed to buy a few things that got canceled. Uh, but uh, our online sales are very, very low. Um, and, and again, it goes back to the family and friends that people just say, you know, I didn't know you painted. Yeah. You know, I'll buy a eight by 10. Yeah, but I, I, I think, you know, that it's, it's very important that you have the structure put in place. You know, that's the basic, right. you know. Right. Uh, now it's a question of, of, you know, first educating your existing audience, you know, so by, you know, uh, email blast, you know, uh, uh, video introductions saying like, Hey, I've been doing this type of work. You know, me as a commercial photographer and videographer, I've been doing this for X years and 
now I want to to put more effort into my passion, and this is my passion. Bam, little painting, you know. Uh, uh, you know, if you're saying that you're having this problem where people do not view you as an artist or as a painter, say say it. You know, it's like make a video out of it. You know, I've seen your videos. Your videos are great, so so you're not gonna have any trouble there. Uh, I think that's that's the first part. Um, then um, I don't think it would be completely inappropriate if you contact your your commercial clients and and show them what you're doing on the side. Uh, it's like, uh, especially because you're a charismatic guy and and it's like a, a two person media company, you know. So so they had a, a strong relationship with you and Bogdan directly. So I, I would definitely do that. Um, okay. and, and think a little bit about what, what acquisition strategies you were doing for the commercial work and how you can translate that into acquisition strategies for the artwork, you know? So, so I, I would go definitely with, with a funnel situation where, where you run some, some Facebook or Instagram ads just to put your, your art practice and your art products in front of more people. And then uh, capture emails and and sell for there. You know, I I would definitely think that that would be a good good option to go. Um, especially if you're doing photography, it might be very beneficial to look into print on demand uh, alternatives, because then you can really offer like a very large catalog of of photos of of images, without the added investment or initial investment of having to print all of this before before selling it. You know? So so it, it's a little bit what I've been doing with the artist stop being poor gallery. You know, uh, I, I we don't have the budget to print artworks from every artist that we have just in case they sell. So we created a platform where every artwork is specifically printed for the client. So if you buy artwork XYZ in size medium, that's printed for you. And it, it cost me nothing to offer that in medium, large and small and 150 other artworks, you know, and, 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 and it's a good opportunity to develop art merchandising as well. I know some artists are a little bit iffy with that idea, but you know, postcards, calendars, whatnot, you know, it's, it's just a question of, of, you know, having it for sale. And then you can easily link the, depending on which website provider you have, it might be a little bit more tricky or less tricky, but you can connect that with your Facebook catalog of products. And then you can use your Instagram to actually sell artworks. You know, you just tag your Instagram with with the products and people can buy directly from your Instagram. So, so running some ads with that, generating traffic from your website, getting brand awareness, you know, because you're a brand now. So, sure. <laughs> so getting that, and it's like a 360 circle, you know, you, you attract new people, they get acquainted, they see something love, they buy, and you know, you just need to add more and more people to this machine in a regular way. And 20 years ago, it would be like hosting a million exhibitions and getting new people on the door right now. And now it's just to help Mark Zuckerberg buy his new house and he'll do it for you, which is horrible because honestly, fuck Zuckerberg. Uh, but I don't know. He buys art, right? <laughs> well, yeah, but also his platforms help 
genocides in Myanmar, so... Yeah, good point. <laughs> well taken. <laughs> okay. Uh, John, any any last questions that I can help you with? The only thing I, I, I had noticed, I don't know if you've run into, is we have... We think that our, our what is helping our business now is the fact that we are splitting a bit in the way we present ourselves. Because uh, we find that the people who are looking at photography are not looking at paintings and mm. vice versa. And so the fact that we're giving some, some distance between them allows us to build our own audiences for each of us. From you and Bogdan, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I think it. I think it's less confusing to the collector. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it it also could be an amazing story, you know, if you're able to to tell the story well and say like, yeah, this is me and my hubby. We make art. He does photos. I do sure. painting. It, it's an amazing story, but it, it could be a little bit complex to understand from from the viewer's point of view without going, you know, very in depth with it. But. I, I think that that's a question that, yeah, you can just run it as two parallel businesses, you know, right. John Bishop, Bogdan, Mihai, and, um, and, and you can, down, so. yeah, and you can empower each other, you know, it's, you're probably brainstorming and sharing success stories on a daily basis, you know, so, uh, and at the end of the day, uh, the, the structure for the business will be very similar. I think that the only main difference that I, I would see right now is the people that you will be targeting with your Instagram and Facebook ads, you know? Sure, sure. But at the end of the day, you know, it's it's kind of like the same person. You're going to be target like X amount income individuals that like museums, that like galleries, you know, when you put the interests on the on the thing, on the page of, of the Facebook ads. It's kind of like the same thing. And at the end of the day, the, the algorithm itself will analyze the people that clicked on your ad or clicked on, on Bogdan's ad and just show it to more people that are similar to that, you know? So at the end of the day, kind of the, the algorithm ends up doing part of the work for you. But yeah, but I, I think that, that it's just a question of, of having like a, a clear um brand statement for each one of you and, and a clear brand identity per se um but you know you you can just give shout outs on instagram to each other and you know have a link on each other's website and whatnot you know and then uh exhibit a bunch together you know
Exactly. You guys still there? I ran out of battery. I sold online. I sold in person, you know. So this whole online thing is really new to me. And, um, yeah, sometimes I'm feeling a bit intimidated by it, you yeah, know. And it take, I think, obviously. It takes time. I mean, yeah. we, we yeah. did this. We got started late. We were building websites for other people. But we didn't really worry about ours. And yeah. um, so when the when COVID hit, we were not, we had no real online sales presence. And yeah. we've been working on little else uh, for the last eight months. And uh, we are starting, I mean, I'm getting people about one a day, people signing up on my website for my newsletter. Okay. And I'm like, where are these people coming from? Who cares? They're coming. <laughs> well, that's exactly. that's complicated. You, you need to you need to assess where these people are coming from and and double down. I I'm back. <laughs> My computer ran out of battery. Okay, John. So so uh, what were we talking about before we got disconnected? Oh no, we were just we were just talking about the the kind of splitting the two of us and doing yeah. our mark, presenting actually doubling our exposure uh, because we're not one unit, we're two. I think I think it will help us. Yeah, and it's just a question of, of, you know, having two individual art brands, you know, working parallelly. And the thing is, you're not a competition to each other. That's very important. And that, you know, you will be two people figuring out things at the same time and just growing from there. So it's 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 like having two CEOs on a company you know two CEOs on two different companies that kind of like work on the same niche you know right and then it can always be you know that that somebody uh, that reaches to Bogdan wants paintings and vice versa you know and then you 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 have that to 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 share Okay, then, John, I, I'd like to thank you for joining us in this very impromptu interview session. Oh, if you want to hear more about amazing artists and how they do the stuff they do, oh, there's going to be more interviews coming. If you enjoyed this interview, be sure to check the link on the description. There's a lot of more information about how you can grow your art career. And if you are one of these starving artists, Join our club, be part of our community, and let's work together to become awesome artists. See you next time.